so that little girl that you have chained up in your basement, um, does she have food and water and stuff? <laughs> how, 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 how do i how do i get back from that Fernie? how how you told me no, you walk me through it you walk me through it how do i come back from that how do i pull back from that you tell me <laughs> it's all a joke people i'm not getting sent help um fucking okay so before we start uh i want to ask uh because so at the time of recording no spider-man no way home comes out tomorrow uh and we're just talking about spoilers yeah as of the time of this recording but um so for any what's the like biggest spoiler you've ever had like spoiled to you that like fucking um fuck spoiler something that i was just like dude like you had to fucking tell me this uh honestly i think it's the superman one i haven't really been spoiled on much that i gave a shit about uh the one that i got lucky that wasn't spoiled for me was uh, uh force awakens when han dies really you didn't get spoiled on that no remember james fucking uh one of our former classmates james posted it on facebook that he was about to walk into a theater and someone yelled han solo dies wow and everyone was like Everyone was like booing him out as he was walking out. He was like laughing, like being a dick about it. I mean, it's just fucked up. Like, all right, dude, just because you don't give a shit, like other people want to watch the movie. Granted, some people spoilers doesn't make a difference, but yeah, I mean, imagine if Endgame was spoiled for us when we went to go see it. <sighs> don't you think that would have taken away from the whole experience of us seeing it in theaters? Yeah. No, I mean, imagine if someone has spoiled the portal scene. Like, hey, guys, there's a big fight where everyone comes back through portals. Or Cap picking up Mjolnir. That's true. Uh, yeah, yeah, that would have actually been a big fucking, like, kicking the balls. Or yeah. Iron Man's death. I I also, I still wasn't completely sure he was going to die. I thought he was going to become, like, the, the godfather well, of the MCU. Uh, Sean McCoy spoiled that one on Twitter. Who the fuck Sean McCoy? LaShawn McCoy, the he played for the Eagles for a good while, then went to the Bills. Oh, the football player. Oh, I thought you meant an actor. Yeah, the running back. Oh, what he the fuck? uh he had he had spoiled uh Tony Stark's death. He posted on Twitter, R.I.P. my uh my homie Tony. Please tell me he got a lot of shit for that. Please tell oh, me. Oh, he did, shit. but he he doesn't give a shit. Yeah, that's true. He's an NFL player. What the fuck are you gonna do? Fight him? um what's called no i can think of spoilers don't typically bother me Mm. if it's not often that there's a movie that i'm like super invested in like um because you know in the end like uh are you saying in the end it doesn't even matter yeah in the end it doesn't even matter we came so far you get the reference to lose it all okay yeah. Just making sure. <laughs> but I think that was my favorite, my first like favorite song. It was either that or I thought it was Barbie Girl. That was one of those two. Barbie Girl? You mean in a Barbie world? Like it's fantastic. Everything is seemingly is made out of plastic. I can do this all day, Franny. I can do this all day.
Hey everybody, this is Fernando from the Rollback Podcast, and it is God knows what day because we all know that Eddie takes forever to post these things. So let's uh, play by ear. It is someday, and it is time for a rewind. Now, before I did, um, I did rate the Spider-Man movies, but I didn't review them technically. So today we are reviewing the first delve into the Spider-Man universe with Tobey Maguire, James Franco, Willem Dafoe, and Kirsten Dunst. Let's get on with the show, everybody. Hey, so uh, when was the last time you saw this movie? Because it's been a minute since I've seen it. Uh, probably like a week ago or something like that. Really? You so, you were like getting hyped for No Way Home? I just want to rewatch it. I mean, for me personally, it's one of my favorite uh, uh, Spider-Man movies. Yeah. Definitely um, more fun and more enjoyable than the Andrew Garfield one. And that one, the, the origin story for that one, I didn't hate entirely, but it just wasn't... I didn't feel like it meshed together. Mm-hmm. Um... There's a saying, and I, you can disagree with me on this, but that Tobey Maguire was the best Peter Parker, but Andrew Garfield was the better Spider-Man. Like, the shit talk, the quippiness, and all that. Yeah, I'd say that's fair, because uh, Peter Parker in Andrew Garfield's universe was really just kind of like a loner, emo type. Uh, smart, no doubt, but he was it, was. it seemed as though he was hiding his smartness. Well, in that universe, Gwen Stacy was the valedictorian, not him. She was smarter than him. Yeah. I don't know. Is that comic accurate? I I don't know enough. I have no clue. Mm, Fair. Um, But this movie, so shit, man. I forgot how good this movie is. Like, I'd say for like its first run, uh, especially with Sam Raimi taking the helm. I mean, his biggest thing at that point, I'd say what's Evil Dead. And the Evil Dead universe? Yeah, yeah, it had to be. He he kind of traded on that for a while, and I don't know how the fuck he convinced the company to give him the reins for a Spider-Man movie. Like, I, I have no fucking clue how he did it. I have no clue either, but, I mean, for a guy who was doing these quippy horror movies, to go into Spider-Man and to make it that big of a uh, success, I mean, I give him all the props in the world. I mean, we all know that this was writing the the wave of the X-Men uh, being a success in the box office. Um, you're right. But I, th- I think the thing is, though, this movie took, like, it's a completely different direction from the X-Men. Like, it's, there's some campiness in it. Like, looking back, there's some, like, uh, cringy-ass scenes. They're, they're, um, when they're fighting at the very end of the big climactic battle, and he's like, you've spun your last web, Spider-Man. I'm like, ah, uh, okay. All right, that's fine. This is a little campy, but it's fine. Fine, I guess that's early 2000s for you. Yeah, but I thought Willem Dafoe's Green Goblin really worked well, opposed to Tobey Maguire's Spider Man. I mean, he has those pretty great lines of, uh, like when he's trying to convince him to join him, he's like, and that really pisses me off. Yeah, that's true. He can deliver some crazy ass lines. He he's a very manic and crazy person which is the goblin like that in the comics or in the even in the cartoon because i've never i've never delved into it so i don't know uh goblin is uh because it is kind of like a jackal and hyde type of personality um uh not harry norman is just kind of your run-of-the-mill 
uh, douchey uh, businessman. But uh, Goblin is actually pretty maniacal, pretty insane. Um, what's called? I, do, how much of the origin do you know about this movie? Like you, them trying to make it in the '90s, and then now, and then the 2000s. Like, how much do you know about the, the backstory of this? Honestly, I really don't know that much. So, if you know anything, uh, feel free to l- fill in the listeners. So, actually, Cameron was going to direct a Spider-Man movie in the '90s. Actually, uh, James Ooh. Cameron. James Cameron. Oh wow. But uh, the, the guy the, who would go on to shit on superhero movies, yeah. Uh, oh, and his uh, his spider, his Peter Parker, he was eyeballing um, what's his Leonardo DiCaprio. That would have sucked. But uh, the things the studio didn't want to work with his budget, they like because he gave them one number, they were like, okay, we can work with that. And then, like, not two weeks later, he's like, okay, I'm gonna need more. And they're like, oh, James Cameron okay. is very famous for going over budget. Yeah, and they were like, dude, we're we're bleeding right now. We can't afford this. So and it, it fell through. It, he ended up doing Titanic, which, you know, who's ever fucking heard of that movie, right? Uh, yeah, movie's a hunk of shit and Rose is garbage. Speaking of speaking of uh, the love interest being garbage, did you notice that, like, how all three... So, like, Peter, uh, Harry, and, uh, and Mary Jane, right? Like, these three... You know, Harry and Peter are like BFFs, right? But fucking yeah. Harry tries to get with MJ, and then MJ kind of cheats on him with Spider-Man and Toby. Yeah, they're Eskimo brothers. Yeah. Wait, what? <laughs> oh, I do I want to know this? Do I want I mean, this? you could go on Urban Dictionary if you want, but you don't have to. Oh, God, just tell me. What is it? No, it's fine. Uh, okay, kids, go to Urban Dictionary and look up Eskimo brothers. <laughs> Was it disgusting? I bet it was disgusting, children. No, uh, it's just it's another word for two dudes that shared the same girl. Uh, uh, okay, see, that wasn't that bad. I was no, expecting something a lot more graphic. It's probably a little worse than how I'm describing it. <laughs> probably. But no, so, but fucking, like, it seems like they're not really friends or, like, they're not that great friends because uh, uh, Peter's actively, like, flirting or kind of, like, joking around or, like, secrets with MJ behind Harry's back. Harry's like got with MJ behind uh, Peter's back. MJ is also making out with Spider-Man. Like, there's a lot. To be fair, <laughs> uh, Harry knew that Peter liked MJ, and he didn't ask him if he could go out with her. He snaked her away from him. So at that moment, on those best friend lines, all all gloves are off. <laughs> Um, you snake the girl of my dreams <laughs> and she needs a shoulder to cry on oh you better hope she's not near me <laughs> that's fair that's fucking fair um what's called did you i thought this movie actually did a better job of building the romance between mary jane and uh, peter than to me than they've done um this past round with uh, the new spider-man with uh tom holland and zendaya well, with Michelle Johnson. Yeah, well, MJ, yeah, yeah. Peter and MJ, I think this current run, I, they haven't had as many moments. Maybe it's because they just technically started dating, but I feel like this Spider-Man did a better job of, like, building their chemistry and, you know, going off I mean, each other and stuff. To be fair, the first movie, he was in love with another chick. That's true. That's true. Vulture's daughter. I forgot about that. Um, I mean, there's always that little hint that they liked each other because she plays the whole 
I like you, but I'm going to be kind of a dick to you because it's funny and I think you're cute type of deal. That's fair. That's true. It was a different approach. Um, well, what, so do you, is it supposed to be like the 60s? I mean, I don't know. I thought it'd be a little more. Hey, Mary Jane, you look swell. Yeah, I would take that. I don't know. I, I like that the cutesy moments between them in this movie, like after she gets into that fight with her dad and they're talking outside and and, you know, like they have like, a bit of a heart to heart. I like those moments. Yeah, I like, you like when the dad smacks her around. I know how you play it. It's OK. No, thank you. I love character moments, though. I love character moments. You know that I'm a, I'm a, I'm simple for that. Oh, you're um, simple, all right. Fuck you. Um, what else? What else? The CGI in this movie does it hold up? I think it sort of does. Uh, some instances it does. Uh, the green screen moments kind of don't. Like uh, when they're the most notable one is when they're uh, flying through the air uh, after Peter saves MJ off of the the ledge. Yeah. Uh, and they're like going through the air. You can kind of tell that. Um, it's really not holding up that well. Mm-mm. Um, but to their credit, though, and I didn't realize this until I went back to watch it. Some of these fight scenes are pretty fucking great. Like they hold up against modern MCU and DC movies, just because it's so. It's mostly practical. Yeah, yeah it's a lot of hand to hand combat. Not really a lot of web slinging. I mean, there's some, but yeah, I can't really think of anything that's super noticeable aside from like when. Peter sprays Green Goblin in the face to punch him, or he uses his web to drop a wall on him. He he manages to get a pretty good like uh, shot into into his solar plexus uh, with a knee, like he webs him down. I remember that during the fire sequence. Mm. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of hand to hand combat, but like really good close, like you see them fighting. Whereas mm-hmm. now, uh, like I'll bring up one example of a great fight scene that I can critique. Uh, Captain America versus Iron Man in Civil War. Great fight scene, but like the CGI is very clear. And obviously, you know, how can you practically do Iron Man? But nonetheless, like to make a point, one looks more hand to hand combat than the other. You know what I mean? Yeah, I get you. Um, again, not to take away anything from Civil War, it's fucking great. It's my favorite. Uh, it's, was it my number one or my number two? It's one of those like best MCU movies ever. So whatever. Um, what else in this movie? Uh, uh, Aunt May and Ben, Uncle Ben. That's true. Do, was, is this the best Uncle Ben? We've only had two, but still. Yeah, I think he beats out Martin Sheen as Uncle Ben. What about Tony Stark? Does he beat Tony Stark as Uncle Ben? Uh, Tony Stark's not Uncle Ben. He's just like a mentor. I mean, granted, he's a pretty good mentor. Um, you you can definitely feel that emotional connection that him and Peter have. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, there's always something classic about that first Uncle Ben that gets uh, capped. Yeah. Oh, and and Tobey Maguire's ugly cry face. Oh yeah, that meme lives on forever. <laughs> Poor Toby, man. He tried to leave the game, and the game won't let him. Uh, but no, uh, th- there's a lot of moments in this movie that I don't realize. Like, wow, this is actually very. It's a very tight script. Like nothing. Oh Peter's yeah, how tight just- is it? it's very tight actually because peter never does nothing something's always happening there's always a reaction and he never does nothing yeah like like there are some movies um like trust me you'll get what i mean in a sec there are some movies where the characters just react to shit like they're never progressing the story 
they're just there and then shit happens and then they're there and then shit happens oh, like okay. fast and the furious but in this movie like everything goes on to the next does that make sense there's no fat in this movie like it all works and it's well written well paced like it's hard to critique the writing of this one yeah that's true um i would say yeah i'd say this has a really good script um i mean out of the well we have three spider-man origin movies to look at um this one andrew garfield's and um tom holland's um i think it's kind of fair to exclude tom holland's spider-man story because it's not really an origin story because they kind of forewent that yeah because i mean let's be honest we already know what happens uncle ben he gets capped yada 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 let's get on with it i mean we've had what almost well we've had we had three when the first spider-man movie came out it was 2016 am i right or 2017 um wait which one the first the no when spider-man homecoming that was what 2017 i want to say 16 or which year did uh civil war come out 2016 then yeah 16 okay so 2016 so that means if this came out 22 in 14 years we had three different spider-man spider-men so i mean yeah they, mm. they skip the origin story folks we've, we've heard it uncle ben oh no um I know, yeah, th- this first one, I don't think you're ever going to talk about it. Also, this Aunt May, I think, was the most Aunt May that's ever Aunt May, if that makes sense. Yeah, she's a sweet old lady. Granted, it doesn't make sense as Aunt May looks like his grandma. <laughs> but, yeah, she looks like how Aunt May looked in the comics, like an old woman. But also, sh- she provides a lot of, like, uh, wise mentor, like, you know, it's okay to feel this way, or, you know, he believed in you. Like, she's the, uh, she's i guess technically his mentor like his shoulder i guess or his mother figure but she plays because i mean in this movie they don't delve into the whole where's his parents deal like andrew garfield's did yeah um was it okay so i I, maybe i'm wrong in this but fucking feel free to go is this the best aunt may because then the current one tom holland she hasn't really done much she's been funny but she has a really like aside from the fact that uh uh marissa tomei actually looks like i don't know his aunt mm-hmm. um but comic book accurate i would say yeah she's the best aunt me well no but like has has marissa tomei ever been and i could be wrong because it's been a minute since i've seen the other spider-man movies um has she ever been like you know really advice giving or understanding or like you know like emotional support the way uh the way this one was the way the first anime was um maybe in the second movie a little bit because uh tony dying and she's trying to get him like to get out of his funk because she can tell like he's not all there mm-hmm. that's fair um what's called what else about this movie there's a lot of Slice of life stuff. There's a lot of oh fucking Randy Savage is in this goddamn movie. Oh, I got you. Three minutes. Three minutes of playtime. Dude, I forgot that Randy Savage was in this movie. <laughs> it's so fucking stupid. Why was he in this? What's the story? Like I have no clue. This is what 2001? So this is uh 
post WCW, WCW yeah. going under? Yeah. So, I, I mean... Dude, I don't know if Sam Raimi was just like a huge like Randy Savage fan or something. I don't know. I think they were looking for a wrestler and I mean, who's more iconic than Randy Savage and who maybe Hulk Hogan didn't want to do it. Oh, man. I mean, God, I can't believe the WWF wasn't like, hey, we got a rock over here. At least this movie had the wrestling scene. That's true. It did. But I again, it's also funny because to look at it, because like they're treating it like it's the real deal. Like guys are going in there getting the shit kicked out of them. Oh, my God, my leg. Oh, <laughs> God, my leg. Oh, <laughs> uh, after dropping a fucking elbow, man. Uh, What's your name, kid? The human spider. The human spider. It's the best you got. Oh, that, that really sucks. <laughs> oh, man, I forgot. You said was my name movie. wrong. I forgot he was in it. What's his name? Fucking uh, Ed Campbell. No, no, hold on, Bruce Campbell. You dink, Bruce Campbell. Thank you, thank you, Bruce Campbell. I forgot he was in this movie. He's, He's in a- all of Sam Raimi's movies, they grew up together. See, that I did not know. I knew he was in the he was the usher in the second one. I remember that, and the waiter in the third one. I think it's the waiter. Yeah, it's when uh Peter's trying to propose to Mary Jane, and she's like, Nope, not in the mood, not today. Oh, little goblin, you gonna cry? What's called? God. Man, but again, there's so many lines like the only one crazy here is you, Gobby. Out of your mind. Like, uh there's a lot of one-liners. But not all of them hit. Like a lot of them miss like far left. You for I for you forgot the part where that's my problem. That was fair. I did not pick up on that when I was a kid. Uh the fact that Spider-Man was being a douchebag to the guy that only gave him 100 bucks. Why didn't you just beat the shit out of him? Like, hey, I just beat your champ. Like, either give me my three grand or you're going to get hurt. Because he's not trying to be a criminal? I mean, what's his name? The human spider? What are you going to do? Yeah, that's fair. Um, But no. This, it, oh, that's right. And the scene where he avenges Uncle Ben's death. Even that's super emotional. Like, he's... he. Uh, Peter, and then <laughs> dead. <laughs> so there's so there's so much here, but Uncle Ben, he you're right. He was he was the not just father figure, I guess. But he remember, was like, Peter, with great power comes great responsibility. See, it, it's funny to look back on it because he thinks he's just talking to him about like hormones and testosterone, and you know. Oh yeah, he Changes. thinks. I think he thinks Peter's shooting up steroids in his uh, bedroom. <laughs> you thought it was steroids? I thought it was like puberty. I mean, Peter's running on walls, checking himself out in the mirror. That's true. Actually, either, you're right. You're either right. puberty or shooting Peter's steroids. shooting up some tests in the bathroom. <laughs> I mean, he he is a scientist. I guess he could get his hands on it. Technically, I guess. Um. Let's talk about J. Jonah Jameson for a sec. Some characters are born for the role, and I think this is one of those cases. Yeah, he is definitely made for J. Jonah Jameson. Not so much Jim Gordon, but J. Jonah Jameson. He could be Jim Gordon. He had the mustache for it. Yeah, but they didn't give him the the shot, so we never never really got to see the, the full ensemble. 
Yeah, I wish. So you know how they're gonna do a Gotham TV show, like on the Gotham yeah. PD. Another one? Not well, yeah, but okay. So they were gonna focus on J.K. Simmons' James Gordon as Commissioner Gordon, but uh, now they're gonna do it, but using the Batman's James Gordon, um, the black the guy, dude. Yeah, the one that plays Felix Leiter in 007. Him. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so they're gonna do a series based on him. Or I think they it looks like Jordan Peele. Well, no, also, I'm not sure if it has anything to do with the Penguin show that they're going to do also. I don't nah, know if they're connected if they're the same thing. I think that's stupid to make another Gotham show right after you fucking finish a Gotham show. Yeah, but the other Gotham show was only good for the first, like, two seasons. And it sucked. Still, it's like, it's still fresh in people's heads. Because, I mean... HBO Max, they're not going to be doing the same day release shit anymore for big movies. So now they have to. Oh, yeah. It was just for this year and then that's it. Yeah. That was the strategy to get as much, many people to sign up as possible. I think there are like 80 million subscribers. That's over a billion dollars a month. So, I mean. Yeah. Let's see how many people keep that subscription after the after December. Well, that's why they're ramping up uh, producing more material. That's why they're ramping up the DC stuff because they know people will keep will stick stick with it if they keep producing more uh dc uh material like the movies like blue beetle batgirl or the shows true i guess yeah but anyway oh, and don't fucking- don't forget a young joe magalano uh as flash thompson oh my god deathstroke jesus christ i wouldn't want to fight me either mm. i kind of wish i don't know Peter had kicked his ass a little more. I, I mean, don't take he it. Kind of did. He just gave him one punch. He could have, like, you know, fucking broken his neck. He and, you know, Bruce Lee punched him into the lockers. <laughs> but like, he could have like broken him in two, like made him, you know, not be able to go to graduation. Jesus, Eddie, for someone that got picked on, like, you really, it really shows when you want <laughs> the boy to get murdered. <laughs> I won't get murdered, just like. You just said you wanted him broken in two. You wanted his neck broken. But, like, that doesn't mean he's dead. It just means he's going to have a... What do you mean that doesn't mean he's dead? What, you you want him a vegetable? (laughs) He's crying of laughter while I'm saying this. He's nodding. Yes, I do want them as vegetables. <laughs> I want to spit in their face so that they can't do anything. Okay, I'm. I'm not, shit, let's change the subject real quick. Fucking, um, I can't think of something. Fuck. Um, I was talking about the movie. You're the one that went into <laughs> saying that you want the poor bully to die. Okay. Uh. Oh uh did you think so we're gonna talk about the other spider-man movies for a second if you ever if you uh-huh. have you seen parts two and three recently or like you remember them very well i remember them pretty well i kind of notice man how much peter changes his characteristics between the first and the second one how like mm-hmm. he gets he gets more confident he's more independent more outspoken like as time goes like the progress of this story I mean, a little outspoken. He's not that outspoken. Look at how his landlord treats him. Yeah, but like he's so like meek and quiet in this one. Remember? Like, True. Hey, hey guys, how, how's everyone doing? Doing all right? Hi. Yeah, I had to beat an old woman with a stick for this can of yams. 
Like, he's, no, so, people, he's so monotone. People shit on Spider-Man 3. Granted, it is a bad movie, but I actually kind of like the the dark Spider-Man scenes. Like, I'm going to put some dirt in your eye. Or, uh, <laughs> or when uh, he's fighting uh, James Franco's goblin in his house, and he's like, oh, what's the matter, little goblin? Going to cry? <laughs> well, you know why he's like that, right? Like because yeah, that's yeah, what this... he thinks what a what a bad guy is like. Yeah, the symbiote. Yeah, fucking stupid ass shit. Um, but no, no, yeah. Looking back on it now, this movie was pretty fucking good. Like all the action sequences are fucking great. New York backing up Peter uh, at the very end when uh, he's trying to save Mary Jane and the kids. Oh yeah, 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 like that shit, like that, like that doesn't happen. I don't think it happens in it happens in the Andrew Garfield one when they like line up the cranes for him. Well, let's uh, let's backtrack a little bit. This is fresh off of nine eleven, so they kind of that's fair. They kind of put in that scene where the New Yorkers are throwing shit at Green Goblin. Mm-hmm. You mess with one of us, you mess with all of us. That's true. There's a lot of patriotism in this movie. Did you notice that too? This is post 9-11. No, but like there's been there was a point I saw a video essay once where they talked about how Americanized uh Spider-Man is not post 9-11, but in general. Because like what's his number one problem in the comics as well as in the movies? Uh being a teenager. Being broke as fuck. Oh yeah. You know, going through like what, what? What do they open up with? With um, with Aunt May and Uncle Ben? Yeah, oh, he's not like off. Superman. Who his biggest problem is? I'm gonna watch Lois Lane through this window. I'm only gonna watch. I'm not gonna touch. I mean, what takes more restraint? I'm just saying he's a god, but whatever. Uh, but yeah, no, like how Americanized he is. Like fucking, you know, I like to earn what I get, you know, telling Norman Osborn. Like, dude's trying to hook you up with a decent job. Like, he's not going to give you a fucking career. I don't know. Just, that, that's all I think. Like, it, it just, it's very, and that's not a bad thing to be so Americanized and patriotic. But I didn't pick that up until I saw that essay. And now I'm like, huh, there are a lot of like, go USA things. Even the last fucking shot is Spider-Man webbing off a flagpole that has the American flag waving. I mean, Eddie, I already told you why it's very, very Mer- Americanized. This yeah. is post 9-11. But I'm saying and he's always City. been. No, oh. but I'm saying he's always been, like, in the comics. Well, that was always Stan Lee's plan. He didn't want uh, Spider-Man to be, like... Like, that's the biggest difference between DC and Marvel is that Marvel really tries to give these characters human characteristics. Like, What's Spider-Man's biggest problem? Trying to make rent in New York City. Yeah, wrong. I, I don't know why though. I've always found the DC move the DC stories more engage more entertaining. Not necessarily engaging, but more entertaining, I guess. I don't know. Maybe you like the fact that they're actually superheroes. I mean, Spider-Man, I would say, is a, he's a street-level hero, but, like, he's still a uh, He's a superhero, but he's still trying to make rent in New York City. <laughs> What's it called? Um, Even in the video game, he gets kicked out of his apartment. Are you shitting me? Really? Yes. At one point, he gets kicked out of his apartment. See, I don't get why he doesn't just like rob a few banks on the side or like because that wouldn't make him a hero. Hey, who's gonna report it? 
who the fuck is going to report it? With great power comes great responsibility. And you know what saving people's lives is going to cost? Some money so I can pay my fucking rent. Nope. Nah, that's fair. It's your civic duty. If you can do it, you have to do it. Is that an actual law? No. But that's, that's yeah, that's fair, I guess. Um, what's it called? Oh, that fire seat, the firefight scene. Fucking, can you imagine filming that? Uh, most of it pain in the ass. I remember that scene scared the shit out of me as a kid. Me too. Fuck, I just don't want to say it. Yeah, it scared the shit out of me too. Actually. Oh yeah, that was a like fucking loud ass <laughs> scream. We were in the first grade when that movie came out. <laughs> yeah, no, not just that, man. The fu- the those rate those fucking the razor blade things. That okay, scared yeah. me. That didn't scare me, pussy. No, no, because all I'm thinking is like, dude, if they can track you, you're fucked. Like, I can't jump like that, and even if I run, they'll catch me. And plus, this movie is pretty dark. Like when uh, Norman Osborn, uh, ah, Norman Osborn knocks out his entire board. Oh, the skeletons! That's right. Yeah, with a grenade, just kills them all. What's called kills the entire board of uh, Oscorp. One shot. Which also, that's another thing. I didn't really pick up on that plot very much when I was a kid. Now I'm like, oh, they're trying to oust them. That makes sense. Uh-huh. Oh, also, all the fucking the, the mentions of other characters, like uh, Eddie Brock, like they mentioned very slightly, and Dr. Connors, too. They mentioned Eddie Brock? Yeah. Uh, when they're talking about, why can't we get a decent picture of him? And, and uh, his, I guess, assistant editor says, Eddie's been on it for weeks, but we can't get anything on him. Oh, hmm. yeah, and then they mention Norman Osborne, I think, is the one that mentions Dr. Connors. Well, I know Dr. Connors was mentioned because they wanted to turn him into a villain, yeah, in the fourth one. Yeah, uh, he was a creepy dude. I think he was he in the third one or was he? He was in the he was in the second and third one. He's uh, Peter's uh, professor, yeah. Oh, yeah, that's. That's right. When Peter quits being Spider-Man, uh, he starts doing more and more of them. Yeah. What's it called? I got a proposal for you. Next week, do you want to do Spider-Man 2? Mm. We'll probably record No Way Home, but like, do you, would you want to do it? Or Wait, no shit. We got to do Hawkeye. Oh, yeah. Did you watch episode five? Yes, dude. I'm, 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 I'm glad. He was one of the few things I liked about... Uh, the Marvel shows on Netflix. Like, I really wanted that shit to carry over. Luke we'll talk Cage, about it more at the end of this podcast. Uh, well, I mean, do you have any more to say about the Spider-Man movie, the original? Uh, for the original, I mean, I think a good closing statement is just this. Uh, for the first outing of Spider-Man that wasn't in TV and wasn't some shitty show made in the 70s, um, coming fresh off of the animated spider-man series that was a huge hit um i thought this was a really good live action movie uh i wouldn't change anything about the casting i thought everyone was great for their time and i think this movie shows why uh this spider-man works and why Andrew Garfield's didn't? You have a lot of animosity with the Andrew Garfield one. Like, like what? Why? I don't have animosity. I just 
you know, have you watched have you watched it recently? I remember thinking the first one was fine. I remember thinking the second one was too much. The first one has some good moments, but it starts hiccuping at the end. Mm-hmm. And then and then the second one is just so packed with people. And then you lie to people saying, oh, the rhino's in it. Rhino's not in it. He comes out in the last like five minutes of the movie. Uh, Electro, you make him into the stalker, crazy type of person. Green Goblin, you make him look like a deformed goblin. Like, they they really just, like, I don't know what direction they were trying to go for, but it just obviously didn't work if Sony was that quick to pull the plug on it and to jump ship and to uh, deal with Marvel. I remember... uh, okay, so for the Amazing Spider-Man two, they actually cut like forty-five minutes worth of footage from it. It was mm. when, by the time they were done, by the time they were done editing it, it was well over three hours long. And the director said they chopped up my movie because if I had shown you the three out the over three hour version, like there were plots in the movie that made no fucking sense because you didn't see the footage leading up to it, like uh, Aunt May being a nurse and the lights and all that shit. Uh, MJ being there, like there was a love triangle that they completely cut that storyline. That was why, you know. I think my biggest problem, though, my biggest problem with like the whole director saying they chopped up my movie, it's and it sucks because there is some validation to it because of Zack Snyder and Justice League. Even then, there's still some skepticism. Like, who knows how much of this shit that he did in his version of Justice League was actually supposed to be in his cut because he could have easily listened to the fans and was like, yeah, we need to do this shit so that people like me again. But I mean, it's so easy for a director to be like, they chopped up my movie and we don't know if their, if their version would be good, but I mean, Hey man, you signed on for this big budget movie and you didn't give them what they wanted. So they chopped up your movie. That's on you. It's like the Fantastic Four dude, uh, the guy who made uh, uh, Chronic Chronicle, and he bitched him on like, "Oh, the studio interfered with my movie." Well, bitch, they obviously wanted you to make a movie a certain type of way, and you kept trying to go against the grain. What's called? Well, no, I mean, unless unless your last name is like Nolan or Raimi or. Who else is super famous director? Um, Russo Brothers. Like you're not gonna have a final say on your on your on your film as far as the editing is concerned. Uh, hold on there. Uh, the Russo <laughs> Brothers weren't famous when they did uh, Winter Soldier. No, but I think by the end, like the Marvel was like hands off on like by uh, the end, but uh, on Infinity War, Winter Soldier. Endgame. Winter Soldier was very much their movie. Uh, but no, I no, but the, the point I'm trying to make is like. I wonder how many good movies we've missed because of student interference. Because look at DC. Like, uh, fucking, I'll throw my fucking heart and the sword there. Look at DC. Like, how many movies did the studio butcher and fuck up because they're like, no, don't do that. Do this. Like, I honestly with- just think that's greed on their part. Because I really do think DC, for lack of a better term, is just jealous of Marvel and is like, we can rush our process people know our characters 
We just skip right to the end. I mean, it. This is all the fucking problem. You're right. It is partially corporate greed, but also, I think I they know. thought that everyone knew their characters because they had such such success with their their cartoon series. Yeah, that they were like, ah, we don't really have to do origin movies like for these people. Like, we could just do a Justice League movie right after the Batman vs Superman movie. Well, I think also part of their fuck up though was the fact that they you can't model an entire series around one director. Like you can't. Yeah. Like you you need to one of Marvel's strengths is they give each director the chance to give their own voice. Yes, Captain America, Civil War, and Thor Ragnarok are in the same universe, but they each have their own distinct feel based off the directors that that you know led the charge. They're two different movies in the same universe. Like that, I don't know why they don't embrace that. Fucking give Edgar Wright, let him pick a hero. Give Edgar Wright the the helm. Go, take fucking look at what happened with James Gunn and the Suicide Squad. Hey, we want three of these. How much money you want? We'll pay you. Here's a blank check. Go. The dude's proven. The dude's proven. Like fucking let him take the reins. So with you, what do you have? Any what do you have to say about this movie? I did not realize how amazing it was until I rewatched it recently. Cause now I have a better view of like storytelling of, of action sequences, direction, like nuances and shit that you don't pick up when you're a kid. Cause you're just too busy being entertained. Now I'm like, dude, this did set a lot of trends. Like the same way blade kind of helped pave the path for like superhero films. Mm-hmm. This film like did a lot. I need to go back and rewatch the original X-Men and see just how much of an impact they had. Cause it's been a minute since I've seen it. Hmm. Yeah, that's true. Um, but yeah, I, I wonder if this film also had something to do with kickstarting uh, Batman Begins, also. Because uh, no, I think what kickstarted Batman Begins was just, I mean, after this, how many more superhero movies was there? There was X Men Two. There was X Men Three, or X Men Three might have came out the year of batman begins but there was x-men 2 for sure there's spider-man 2 so i mean i think it was just success of these new superhero movies that i mean made dc want to jump back into the ring yeah but no fucking it, ladies and gentlemen if you're a fan of uh, superhero films and for some reason you've never seen this one go watch it it's worth it check it out Thank you for checking out our podcast, ladies and gentlemen. This is the end. Please go to our pages, like, subscribe. We are found anywhere you can find your podcast needs. Apple, Google, uh, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your, your podcast needs. Please look us up. Please like. Please subscribe. We put out podcasts every Saturdays and sometimes Wednesdays. But Yes, that is it, everyone. This was your rollback rewind. I am Fernando. I'm Benetti. And let's cut it.